Should Christians be tolerant of other religions? And what is Christian tolerance? We'll talk about that today in this episode of the American Christian Podcast. Let's get started. What's up, everybody? My name is Joseph Oster, and this is the American Christian Podcast, where I answer questions about the Christian faith as a pastor and a follower of Jesus Christ. If you find this podcast useful, would you consider subscribing and also share it with someone who might find it beneficial as well? According to our culture, tolerance is one of the key virtues of today. Those who do not tolerate others' ideologies, beliefs, worship practices, sexual preferences, and choices in life are considered to be intolerant. It doesn't stop there. Those who are labeled as intolerant are also called racist bigots and haters. This is the reason that many Christians shy away from confronting the issues and will not speak out against false religions or stand on any biblical truth because they don't want to be outcast from society. If you listen to me long enough, you'll find that I don't care if I'm an outcast or if people consider me to be intolerant. I'm not looking to deliberately offend anyone, but if the truth of God's word offends, then it shouldn't be a surprise because Christ himself told us that they hated him, and if we proclaim the truth, the world will hate us too. The original definition of tolerance and the way in which the word is used now are quite different. Originally, tolerance meant to acknowledge that others have differing beliefs and accept that it is their right to do so. In this way, Christians are absolutely to be tolerant. Recently, though, tolerance has come to mean accepting those beliefs as true, something Christians absolutely cannot do. Unfortunately, the world no longer defines tolerance as acknowledgement that others have differing beliefs. It's come to mean full acceptance of those beliefs. Of course, this definition makes no logical sense because to embrace this type of tolerance precludes any personal opinion or belief. Christians are not to endorse religious beliefs that run counter to what the Bible teaches. It amazes me in our culture today that many Christians are doing everything they can to please and appease the world while being a follower of Christ. Christ told us in Matthew chapter 10 and verse 34, Think not that I have come to send peace on earth. I came not to bring peace, but a sword. For I have come to set a man at variance against his father and the daughter against her mother and the daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law, and a man's foe shall be of his own household. Now, Christ obviously didn't come to purposefully divide and cause dissension. So what does the scripture mean? Well, simply put, the truth of God is dividing. The word of God is polarizing. You either believe it by faith or you reject it, and there is no middle ground. I can take you to people right now where fathers hate sons and mothers hate daughters because of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Did I mention the truth divides? The kingdom of light is in conflict with the kingdom of darkness. As Christians, we're often called narrow-minded and prejudiced because we believe there's only one true way to receive eternal life. But is this one-way belief of our own imagination? Well, no, it's what Jesus said. In John 14, 6, he says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but by me. He never said, I am one of the ways, I am one of the truths, or I'm one of the ways that leads to eternal life. Instead, he said, I am the way, I am the truth, and I am the life, and there is no other. If we believe that there's only one way to be saved, we're only believing what Jesus said, and it's his teaching, not ours. If people disagree with us, they're not disagreeing with us. They're really disagreeing with Jesus. Clearly, this is what the scripture teaches, for everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved, Romans 10 and verse 13. This means that if someone calls on the Lord's name, they will be saved. And the antithesis of this must also be true. Whoever does not call on the name of the Lord will not be saved. There's only one name given to men, women, and children by which we can be saved, and that's the name of Jesus Christ, Acts chapter 4 and verse 12. It shouldn't amaze us that Jesus is the only way to be saved. Considering the sinfulness of mankind and our wickedness and evilness, it's amazing that there's any way to be saved at all. 
I've heard this statement frequently. Well, that may be true for you, but that's not true for me. What you believe makes it true for you, but it doesn't necessarily make it true for me. The problem with tolerance, as it's now meant in this culture, is that it rejects the possibility of objective truth. The Bible teaches that truth does exist, and that God is truth, and that we're to follow his truth. John 1, 14 and 17 says that Jesus, who came from the Father, gives us truth. John 8 and Romans 6 says that truth sets us free from the power of sin. The Bible is also clear regarding those who hide or distort the truth in the name of tolerance. Romans 1 and 18 says, Whoever suppresses the truth will receive the wrath of God. In Matthew 28, Jesus says our mission is to teach others of the truth about him. 1 Corinthians chapter 13 and verse 6 tells us, Love does not rejoice in iniquity, but rejoices in the truth. While Christians can acknowledge the right of others to have different beliefs, we cannot allow those beliefs to go unchallenged for one simple reason. It's not loving to leave people in their lost condition. So how do we tell others? Well, first, we have to know what we believe, 1 Peter chapter 3 and verse 15. And second, we need to know how to teach what we believe, 2 Timothy 2 and verse 23 through 26. That passage says, avoid foolish and unlearned debates, knowing that they create strife. The servant of the Lord must not quarrel, but must be gentle towards all, able to teach, patient, in gentleness, instructing those in opposition. In the heat of the moment, faced with personal attack and rejection, it's easy to forget the reason we speak the truth. It's not so we'll be proved right and vindicated, but it's in the hope that others will be set free. Should a Christian be tolerant of other religious beliefs? Well, in the classical sense of the word, yes. The Bible teaches that many will reject God, and we should be prepared to accept that, as well as the fact that those who reject God will reject his followers. Christians should not be tolerant, however, in the modern sense of the word. We should not endorse the belief that all religions lead to God, that truth is a personal construct, or that everyone's beliefs are valid. Only Jesus is the truth. Christians are called to tolerate and even to love without accepting people's false beliefs. If we understand that it's not our responsibility to save people who are lost, we will be more understanding of the beliefs of others. Without the Holy Spirit to reveal a person's need for the Savior, there's no way we can convince them by arguing that their belief or religion is false. No person will ever argue their way into God's kingdom. It's not our responsibility to save anyone. It's their response to his ability, although it's our responsibility to tell them. We can point them to Christ, but God alone does the saving. Read John 6 and verse 44. The natural person, the scripture says, does not receive the things of the Spirit because they're foolishness to him. Why? Because they're spiritually discerned. 1 Corinthians 2 and verse 14. The point Paul's making here is that we cannot convince people they're wrong. We can tell them about Jesus and point out that their sins have the wrath of God abiding on them. We can tell them that Buddha is not the way to be saved. But until the Spirit of God convicts them of their sin and convinces them that Jesus is the only hope to be saved, they're not able to understand Acceptance is primary in our culture, isn't it? This is especially seen in the LGBT lifestyle, and not to accept someone who participates in a homosexual lifestyle is pure evil in the eyes of our world. A person's religious beliefs are no different. However, I will not accept that homosexuality is an alternate lifestyle. I will only accept that God is pleased with marriage between one man and one woman. I do not and will not accept that there are multiple ways to get to heaven. I will not accept that there is salvation in any other name other than through Jesus Christ. And while I stand firm on those beliefs, I don't hate those who believe in or practice other things. When thinking about beliefs that are different than ours, many Christians fail to see what is most important. Is our goal to see them come to Christ? If so, then how will we win them with our... 
If so, then how are we going to win them by arguing, ostracizing them, and writing them off? We would be in the same state of disbelief in Christ except the Spirit of God revealed these things to us. We're in no way superior to those who don't believe. We're only in a better position on the coming day of judgment, and that's because Jesus became sin for us. So when the Father sees us, he sees Jesus' righteousness and not our sinfulness. That's not something we did, but it's what God has done. So for those who believe in Muhammad's way or Confucius or Buddha or Mormonism or Jehovah's Witnesses, we must realize it's only by the grace of God that we're not in the same belief system ourselves. When we understand that salvation is fully a work of God and that God receives all the glory for being saved, we will be more tolerant of those with different beliefs. If we understand these things, we can tolerate others, and it should motivate us to pray for them so that their blindness can be removed so they're able to see the glorious light of the gospel of Jesus Christ. In conclusion, we can accept a person's right to believe whatever they choose without compromising what we believe. We can also do this without arguing, fussing, and fighting. Just because I refuse to verbally or physically fight with someone over their religious beliefs doesn't mean that I agree with what they believe. And for the record, I need to say this to a whole bunch of people. Just because I disagree with someone's religious beliefs doesn't mean I'm a racist, a bigot, or a hater. We've got to relearn something in our society that just because we disagree doesn't mean we have to hate each other. Yes, there are some people that I cannot fellowship with and I will not fellowship with and cannot walk with in this life. But we should still love people, even those who we disagree with. There's hope for everyone according to 1 Corinthians chapter 6. Paul listed a laundry list of sins that the Corinthians were involved with. But in chapter 6 verse 11 he tells us, And such were some of you. But you are washed, you are sanctified, you are justified in the name of the Lord Jesus and by the Spirit of our God. That means that no one is outside of the saving arms of Jesus Christ. They can be changed and converted, but I guarantee they won't be changed if we argue, fuss, and fight and write them off. We must still, we must still share with them that Jesus is the only way, but if they don't believe in him, then all we can do is pray the Spirit of God reveals it to them. This doesn't lessen our responsibility to proclaim the gospel, but it should make us understand that it takes the Word of God from a person of God mixed with the Spirit of God to make the children of God for the glory of God. Amen. If you would be interested in partnering with the American Christian Podcast so we can continue to deliver biblical truth, you can donate by visiting www.americanchristianpodcast.com and click on the donate button in the upper right-hand portion of the page. If you'd like to stay connected, please like, friend, or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at the American Christian Podcast. And you can also email me at the American Christian Podcast at gmail.com. Until next time, remember 1 Peter chapter 5 and verse 8 that says, Be sober and be vigilant, for your adversary the devil walks around as a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. Until next time, God bless you.